so uh, Kate, any any thoughts on why the MLK statue looks like a giant turd penis? Oh. <laughs> Any thoughts? I have no idea, and I feel bad for the people that are posting like how wonderful it is because it is so wonderful. <clears throat> but the intention is wonderful. Yeah. The execution is severely lacking. Nobody dr- decided to drive by via Street View. Um, I guess not. It looks like an orgy. It looks like a giant turd penis, but with hands. But with hands, hands yes. like and touching like it, this, caressing. It's it's a lot of. There's a lot of love. The intentions, <laughs> the tensions were good, but like you said, execution was poor. Poor to quite poor. Mm. Like mm-hmm. D minus. <clears throat> yeah. Barely passing. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Not excellent. Not excellent. Well, welcome everyone to another uh, week of the Everything Cracks podcast. This is Gina Glazimitsky. I'm Kate Benelak. Woo! Kate, I have a question for you. <laughs> oh God, what? <laughs> so I've been pondering this. And I vaguely remember mine, but was your first sexual experience, would you call it positive or negative? Negative. Negative? Really? Why? Give us the details. Did he put something in your butt and you didn't like it? Oh my God, that'd be such a strange first sexual experience. A very strange first sexual experience. But I'm just saying that would probably make something not... I mean, not... No. Well... Not enjoyable. I guess no, it wasn't time. negative. Maybe it wasn't negative. <laughs> I mean, there's just like a lot of awkwardness to it. Was it with someone your own age? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was just... Uh, didn't go smoothly. There was a problem with the P getting into the V. <laughs> I think there so. was just like a high, the hymen was... Maybe, just maybe. Literally cock blocking. Maybe, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that happens. That happens. I can't say it was an ideal experience. Yeah, I get it. And yeah. I don't think anybody's first time really ever is. Unless, like, your first time is with somebody super experienced. I remember reading this article once who said that she lost her virginity to, like, this retired porn star. Oh, boy. And I'm like, but it, would that be a joke? Like, I feel like there has to be some type of, like, uh, it depends level on what, playing ground. It, it depends on what like your baseline hoe level is. Like if you are, if you are born with the hoe, right, as a personality trait, then having your first sexual experience with a porn star is probably what what you've already always dreamed of. Yeah, it's like on your level of expectations. Expectations, right? Maybe not expertise, but definitely expectations. Okay, okay. It's just like. The range. I've asked a few people this, and some people are like, yeah, no, like, it was weird and awkward, but it was, like, generally positive. And other people was like, no. It was next to a dumpster behind a Wendy's with some toothless guy named Mo. I didn't know him. It was, like, on a dare. I'm like, what? Like, what? What is? what is this story? Like, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's trauma. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was a... A very wide range of wow. first sexual experience stories. Interesting. That's not what I would have. I mean, I guess I could see that. Yeah. But like mediocre. More so on the negative side. I, I feel like that's like, that's the C on the bell curve. Mediocre. Yeah. Not positive. Not negative. But just. Like, let's actually stop. But just. <laughs> it's actually. Let's wrap this up, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Because 
doing nothing for me. And I feel like you, I don't know about you, but like you expect like your first sexual experience to be excellent. I feel like when you know nothing. Right. And then you're so disappointed by what penis actually is. Did anybody else feel that way? Yes, I see what you're saying. Like, it was, I remember mine. It was like very, it was generally very positive. But I also remember thinking, eh, there's really nothing to write home about. Mine was like. Why does everybody rave about this shit? One, two, okay, I've had enough. That's how it went. Really? Yeah. For you or for him? Me. You were like, I'm good. I'm good. I was this. like this. I think this is a mistake. <laughs> Please remove your genitalia yeah. from my genitalia. We're or maybe it didn't even here. get to that point. Maybe it was like entering. I was like, I, no, forget it. Really? I take this back. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know if that really counts. I think it does. I'm pretty sure I didn't count that one, but. Well, if you ask the Mormons. The next time was a much more positive experience. Still like. With still, the same person? No. <laughs> No, absolutely not. I never saw that person again. Pretty sure that ended the relationship, actually. (laughs) No, no. Thank you. I've seen enough. I've seen what I've needed to see, and it's a no. Thank you so much. But please move on. That's so funny. Yeah. You know what? Um, Who else's first sexual experience has become a topic of conversation is Prince Harry. Oh. Yes, I did see that in the headlines. So I'm about halfway through his book. Oh, shit. Wow, you really, like, dove in deep and hard. I've been... Oh, my God. And you're reading. <laughs> Look at me. Sign me up for a book club. This bitch is literate. Who would have thought? Okay, so so Prince Harry, you started reading. You can read. I'm about halfway through. It's kind of along, like, your genre, though, of, like, historical... Yes, I need something. I need nonfiction. I'm not a non-fiction. fiction reader. I'm not, like, a story gal prince harry talks extensively about his penis in this book what there are several references at least as far as i've like come across again i'm only halfway through talks about losing his virginity to an older woman who loved horses and was very uh worldly but it was in a field behind a pub as they say in jolly old that's how Prince Harry got his dick, dick wet for the first time. Yeah. Lost his virginity in a field behind a bar. I forget how old he said he was. Then there was another reference to his penis. And the story goes that right before William and Kate's wedding, okay. he did. He was at like this really, he was at this really low point in his life. And he decided to go on an Arctic expedition. And dude got frostbite on his dick. <gasps> yeah. Has it ever been the same? I believe he has since recovered. I believe that that was the, the closing of this chapter. We all know he's got two kids now. He's banging Meghan Markle on the regular, theoretically. I believe his penis is now functional. But immediately prior to William and Kate's wedding... He got, like, a very severe case of frostbite on his dick. Wow. And he goes through to then say <laughs> that, like, during the wedding, he's like, my penis is killing me. Um, it's really fucked up. He goes to the doctor. The doctor's like, there's nothing we can do for you. You just need to let this thing heal. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? It's... Just really, really down bad. My my little dude is down bad. 
And he then goes on to say that a female friend of his recommended that he rub Elizabeth Arden cream on it, which reminded him of his mother because his mother used to wear the same cream. There's some weird Freudian shit in there that I am not smart enough to get into. My job. That's my takeaway from this book so far. It's on the ground. But no, like, it's so interesting to listen to his Now I'm intrigued to read the book. You've got to read it. The book itself is excellent. And I say that all in jest, right? Like, I really actually love Prince Harry. I think he's great. Meghan Markle on a personal level doesn't do it for me, but I respect her. I think that she's generally a good person coming from the right places, whatever. The book is so interesting because I've said this before. You never get a peek behind the curtain. You never get the other side's perspective ever. I wonder what, you know, does he in any of his interviews or in this book, like, does he say why? Like, why is he doing it? Why now? Like, what's pushed him to do it? To, like, uncover It's been this whole last couple of years with the press. It's really been his whole life. Like, it it kind of uncovers it in the book as to, like, what his reasons are. He's like, I was literally born into a contract with the British media that the Royal Rota, which is this, you know, conglomerate, this this pack of, of media outlets, most of which are tabloids, have first crack at any story about the royal family and that in exchange for you giving them interviews and time and attention and whatever, they will otherwise leave you alone. That's the deal. That has not happened. Like, they've been harassed. Right. William, Harry, Diana was thrown to the wolves after she left the royal family. Megan was famously just torn down in the media in the worst way possible, leading them to publish a private letter she sent to her father. She then sued them over that and won that lawsuit. It was unlawful. But his whole impetus for writing this book is that he's like, everything you've ever read about me is wrong. So here's my story. Here's my perspective. Okay. okay. And set the record straight. That's set like, the record that's straight. That's what his goal yes, is here. To like okay. give him, give, give the audience really like this background that nobody ever got through all of these really important life events, world events. The death of Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. Like he gives you all of the back of like what was going on with him and his brother and his father and you know all of these events that surrounded her, her death. And what was going on in the palace and why they reacted the way that they did. And, you know, this one and that. It's so interesting because, like I said, the royal family's motto is never complain, never explain. You always say no comment, no comment, no comment. Your publicity people will deal with the forward-facing image of their principal, whether it's Prince Harry, the Queen, Prince Charles, whoever. But you say nothing and we will protect you. Of course... We now know that that's, like, not always the case. Right. And like I said, to get specifically Prince Harry, who is the younger brother of the future monarch, and the him explaining what the differences were between him and his brother and how they were raised and treated 
is so interesting. Like, I'm at the point now where he is in Afghanistan. Okay. Because he went to war twice. Right. He goes through all of his military training, all of his, his relationship with his previous girlfriends. All of that's in this book. And it's so, so cool to hear. Just, I mean, right. And there's like three sides to every story, as we know. But to get to kind of line up what has been printed, which is all everything we know, you know, mm-hmm. that's right. our source of information yes. about the royals and the tabloids. And then to get an actual firsthand account of someone else's perspective or experience and kind of line these things up because they're wildly different. One side is saying this, the other side is saying this. And it makes you wonder how deeply twisted the media can make things. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And, I mean, is that, like, is that legal? Right. You know, is that, like, how big of a problem is that? Because I feel like under, you know, free speech, which we have here in America and also there in England, in the UK, everything is kind of protected under this guise of free speech. But when you're printing actual lies about people, and, like, we'll take Meghan Markle, for example, it's resulting in her getting death threats from people and them mailing white powders addressed to her. At what point is that is that legally harassment or is it legally, you know, whatever? I don't know. This book clears a lot of things up. It poses a lot of questions. It makes you question a lot of things. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I it's definitely on my list of things to read. And obviously I've seen it a ton in the media right now and actually after us talking about it a week or two ago, uh, I did start to put the documentary on like you know, when I'm like looking for something aimless to watch when Ryan is busy. Yeah. And so um, it is it is really interesting and I you know, I got into like 10 minutes of the first episode or something. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. It was some type of interview with Meghan Markle and they asked her like which which brother or which prince she would rather date and she was kind of like doesn't eh, matter. Doesn't matter. Irrelevant question. Yeah. Let's move on. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny and She did pick Harry though. Yeah. But um it's definitely I've always been intrigued by them and you know, I you know, the whole idea of, you know, like being a girl, like in the princess and princesses and the stories and the fairy tales, like, you know, you're like, these are the real life people. I would never want that life ever in a million No, years. no. But I'm just saying, like, I remember when yeah, Kate, the real princes and princesses. When Kate and William got married, I remember oh my God, I, was I got working, up at like five in the morning. To I was watch working a night shift. I was working a night shift and the secretary had it on. So like when you walked by, like in between patient cares or whatever, I, I was able to like watch it live. And I just remember feeling like so awestruck by them. It's crazy. I find them really fascinating. How was, um, so <laughs> stuttering over my words. So I had a girlfriend come this weekend, right? And it was so fun to like have our kids get together and kind of like parent together and whatnot. And there's like this whole viral i don't know if it's actually viral i could be making that shit up but have you heard of momunes no okay so momunes is like single i think i know what it is it right sounds, it sounds pretty self-explanatory yeah but. like moms who live together and raise their children together yep. and so it tends to i guess be like single single moms who choose to like co 
habitate, coexist, whether their houses are in like a little cul-de-sac or they some of them actually like live together in a home as like single moms with their children. I think this is absolutely brilliant. It is it's it's wild. So now like, I'm like we literally just need dick for reproductive purposes and that's it. Yeah, this woman was like, Oh, when you're thirty four and have three kids and get sick and <laughs> this is how you're taken care of. And it's like her mom friend, who they live together, making her her favorite cookies and her soup and taking the children to school and taking Love. care of the baby. And I'm like, I mean, holy moly. Just because, like, you know, as a as a, a female, you understand, like, the the long list, the, the mental load of motherhood. You oh, understand. Yeah. Ryan is a wonderful husband, a wonderful... Uh, father you know what I mean and he does a lot and I'm super grateful for that but there is something to be said about like the ever running list that we moms have oh my god like and he he knows that he jokes about it but it's like the the ongoing list that we have like oh we need to sign up for this we need to be like thinking three steps ahead we need to plan for kindergarten and summer camps like before the first snowfall you know it's just like these things that are ever it's never the non-ongoing list and so to live in a community with other moms who understand that mental load is pretty phenomenal. That sounds like an absolutely ideal situation. Yeah. It really does. Love my husband. Again, I was echoing what you said, wonderful, does so much, is incredible. But if I went down with the one nine, like real hard, you know what I mean? And I was like, mm-hmm. like maybe took out my legs. Maybe I got polio. <laughs> And I was not able to <laughs> physically ambulate about this earth. I would still be the default parent. Like my kids would walk right by my husband and come to me. But mom, can you open this bag of cookies for me? Yeah. To have another woman be like, no, 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 little Johnny, come here. Like, let me let me get you a snack. Let me make you lunch. We're all going to go do bath time. We're going to go out. You know, we're going to go get ice cream. Leave your mom alone. She has polio. <laughs> to have another woman who fully understands what it's like. It's like, okay, I know that you get this game. Yeah. So you can fully take this off my plate while I'm recovering from said disease. Polio. Polio. Whatever it is. Tuberculosis. God forbid. But you know what I mean. This weekend, like I said, (coughs) we were doing bath time and Ava was really tired. So I was like, whatever. I want to give Owen a bath too. So we'll take Ava and Owen up. And and my friend Paige is like, all right, fine. I've got the boys. She brought one one of her sons with her who's the same age as Aiden. And so she brought them in to our bathroom and they took a shower Whenever Ava's like read her three books is ready to like go to bed. Yep. And I'm like, right. You just want to go check and see if Paige is okay. And thinking like they're still in the shower. Out they come in pajamas, hair brushed, teeth brushed, ready to go read their books. And I was like, see, this is like the, the efficiency. She understands. She got it. Just like follow through. Yes. I need, I don't want to hear your bullshit questions. What is it? Anna um, from The Devil Wears Prada. Please bore someone else with your questions. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's like, I might as well just be doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like when they try and help, but they're clueless as to what actually has to happen. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't 
this isn't serving the purpose that I need it to. I'm still very much involved when the intention was for me to be not involved. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And moms know how to cut you out entirely. It's like, sis, go sit down. I'm going to give you your, your B12 shot in a minute. Okay. Just go sit. <laughs> get ready for a hypodermic needle in your ass. Just put some ice on it. Here, let me give you a bag of frozen peas. I'm going to go take the kids for a walk. You numb your ass cheek. I'm, I'm going to handle it from here. Yeah. It's like a different level. Uh, it's a different level. It's just a different level of understanding of what this job entails. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking I mean. kills me. I mean. This Mom is like, Yoon sounds fantastic. Yeah. So there's this whole. It, maybe it is. Viral, whatever. There's this whole trend. It might not be viral yet. But it's like. Um, Forget cohabitating with men. Talk about moving someplace tropical and wonderful I with feel other like I women. I wanted to do this when I was like 12. I want to move in with all of my best friends. Yeah. We're all going to live in the same house <laughs> together. We'll have babies together. It'll just be like one big party for the rest yeah. of our lives. Yes. Yeah. I remember literally like saying this in middle school yes. to all of my friends. Like, let's just do this, guys. My Why friends not? and I still talk. Some of my friends and I still talk about this. Like, we should it's all brilliant. buy a plot of land and build homes on it Dude, and whatever. It's, it's really. Maybe the Kennedy family knows something that we don't know. Right? <laughs> Those bitches were onto something. Yeah. <laughs> they really fucking were. But uh, yeah, no, I think it's a genius idea. I think more women need to do it. Um, if it's something that you find yourself able to do. Then I mean, why not? Like, what is like, what is the downside? Is there any downside? It's just like, it's the power of the pack. Woman supporting woman. Woman supporting, you know, like being your cheerleaders on the sideline, being your cheerleaders next to you. Like, that's what it's about. Well, I feel like if we did this, that we would actually be able to like Take challenge over the these motherfuckers, oh. <laughs> dude. I I think about it. Look, and I'm not like by any means like a bra burning feminist. I never have been. I genuinely believe that like we need each other and that it's um it's really it's really a team effort. Like we do need to all be on the same page together. I it's don't hate only, men, it's like not my thing. No, but it's the only way that we women can move forward. Is together. One hundred percent. But also I think like I think of all the bad things in the world. War. Mm-hmm. Men have made 100% of the wars. Yeah. Think about it this way. In an alternate reality, if every country was headed up by a woman, there would be no poverty. There would be no orphans. There would be no war. Every kid would be in school year fucking round because we don't (laughs) want them at home being pains in our ass while we're trying to get shit done. Not that that's a good thing, but whatever. All of the problems of the world would literally be solved if men were like the subordinate species. Not that women are subordinate, but if they were not in charge the way that they are. I think they're too competitive with each other. And the they- dick measuring? Yes. Is, guys, fellas, if there's any of you listening, the dick measuring is number one, so obvious. Like, you're not being slick. We know that you view this man as a rival, and it's so, you're so transparent when you're trying to like measure your cocks against each other. And number two, it is 
embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. Like when I see two dudes just like posturing for position and granted it's been a while since it's been so overt, at least in my presence. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my God. It's uncomfortable. It's like uncomfortably Dude, embarrassing it's to, giving, to witness it's it. It's giving the guy who's like sitting, like takes you to a date on a date at like fucking Applebee's of all places. Like, no, I got I to sit in this seat because I have to assess all entry points to make sure I know the situation. I'm like, listen, I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha. I know I have to. I have to always make sure I'm managing the situation. It's like you could not be giving off more hardcore little dick energy <laughs> if you fucking tried literally if you if you had a tattoo on your forehead that said i have a small penis i would have more respect for you than the respect i have come like what i'm feeling for you right now do you know what i mean yes yes i do the overcompensation yes and i feel genuinely that that is what the world's problems are based in, is the male overcompensation. Yes. The need to have, to swing the biggest dick around. It's, to have the biggest MLK stage. Oh my, to have the biggest MLK adjacent turd dick statue in your pants. Yeah. And to let everybody know. You don't even have to have it. Just, just you want everybody to think that you right, do. Right, right. Yeah. And when you don't, but you're trying to make it seem like you do, everybody can tell. You're not fooling anyone. We can see you're in your pants. Vladimir Putin, we see your tiny little sausage. We can't see it. That's we the see problem. your Vienna sausage, sir. <laughs> okay? My God. Like, all of the world's problems, I swear to God, are rooted in male overcompensation. Yes. And then there are some guys who are just, like, so comfortable with who they are, and I'm like... Bring you more would of that get energy. Every <laughs> vagina thrown at you. Like you could you anybody. You you take whichever one you want, sir. And I just I don't know. It feels like a lot of guys, well not maybe not a lot. I don't know. Again, this is just what I what I read from a room sometimes when I'm in like if I'm out at like a bar or if mm-hmm. I'm out to a restaurant. It's just like it gives arrested development vibes. A lot of times. Like, you know, I used to be a quarterback in high school. Yeah. I I played I played college ball. I'm like Ew. Yeah. Just ew. Agreed. But here we are, married to them. <laughs> and so Actively, I feel so bad for the women who are still, like, dating and need to pick a husband out of the, this fucking box of broken toys. Oh, my God. The land of the misfits. The land of the fucking misfits. It's horrible out there. Every person I talk to who is, like, on a dating app is, like... <laughs> You think you know how bad it is, but actually it's so much worse. That makes me so sad. Well, because I think on dating apps too, like you can hide behind who you actually really are. So you're going to post, you're going to like post your picture of like medicine ball slamming or like whatever, lifting things and putting them down. The the dude with the fish, (laughs) holding up the fish. Yes. Yes. Classic. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny. It's so funny to watch them sometimes. And then, like, right, like, I'm married to a wonderful man. You're married to a wonderful man. 
not all of these things necessarily apply to them. Although I think some things apply to all men. Yeah. Just because they, like, can't help themselves. They, like, literally can't help themselves. It's like, it, it's like somehow when, like, the sperm and the egg met, oh, there's, like, something about... <laughs> just something about the male psyche. Yeah, that's just, like, ingrained in all of them. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just, like, sometimes I'm just, like, I'm talking to my husband and I'm like... You really, you live on an alternate planet. Like, so, like, two days out of the week, you go to Planet Zippy and you just fucking live there. And things just start to smell like ozone in my house. And there's this little, there's this red mist that comes down. And my <laughs> husband is abducted by fucking aliens and the aliens inhabit his body. And I am no longer talking to a human being. You're like, hello? I'm like, have you not been here for like the last five years like I don't even know like what are you talking about? I don't know there are some things where it's just like you're you're literally not living on this planet right now I don't know it's just it's so funny and I every that that has been universal amongst all men yes yes but there I are can't some even things pin, I can't are, even pinpoint an exact example but I do feel that like sometimes you're having a conversation with them that it feels like you literally probably just had you know, a day ago. Oh, oh, here's an example. Oh, God. I've got one. Is when you tell a man your plans. Uh-huh. So, hey, oh. honey, in three days, I'm going to be needing to go X, Y, and Z. Or, yeah. hey, honey, in three days, we're going out to dinner with these people. Yep. That day comes. It's like an hour before you're supposed to go. And, like, they're, they're, on, the ca- they're on the couch watching football in their pajamas oh my god yeah what do you what what are you getting ready for uh the plans that i've told you about three days ago a week ago (laughs) two days ago yeah and then less than 24 hours ago are we again is it you in there has the aliens come down what's like (laughs) name your alien right is his name uh bocephus because i feel like i'm talking to someone who has no brain and no teeth and just no concept of what humanity really is yeah you need that men in black pen oh the men in black oh to like zap them out of it do you know how much of like a different world we'd live in if we could just get one of those like just one we just one the men the dudes didn't know about it we just passed it around we had like this facebook group where you were you were able to like write a post about the situation that you needed it for and there was like this high council that doled out these pens like no, this bitch needs it right now i'm sorry cindy but you're gonna have to wait until next week to get the little flashy thing kate is really in need right now her husband just did some dumb shit that he <laughs> needs to forget about like let's let's wave him down <laughs> like if we could just possess a tool like that like let's get the scientists on it i know there are some brilliant women out there like you need to develop this technology and then literally tell no one. We'll just, you know, we'll find somewhere on the dark web to disseminate the information, but only if you have a vagina. Kate, if my husband or I guess our husbands ever meet their untimely deaths, I promise this is this is my testament to you. I will use all of his ill-gotten gains to purchase us a home. And we will live out our fucking days together. As a mom, you Like Lucy and Ethel. And it's going to be great. <laughs> I can see it now. I can see it now. 
I don't know, maybe in like 50 years or so. I don't even know. How long do these motherfuckers live now? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Does anybody have a life expectancy, like, you know, estimator that we could get our husbands on, hook them up to like an EKG, what is test it they, all they, of their like vitals and see how long they're going to live? 80? I don't know. Misha's definitely going to go before me. He's Russian. They have horrible genetics. Wow. Oh, shit. What is it? Uh, uh, 77.28. For dudes? Just everybody. And it I took- think in Massachusetts, because we have such great health care, I was reading something the other day, that we have like an 88-year lifespan or something is like the median. Although... Actually, we're behind... 80.6. Life expectancy at birth in Massachusetts, 80.6. We're number six in the U.S. Got it. Behind New York. In Connecticut. Hawaii has the highest life expectancy. Of course they do. 82.3. I would fight tooth and nail to stay on this planet too if I lived in fucking Hawaii. Like, I don't want to go in in the ground. Do you see these palm trees? California, New York, Connecticut, Minnesota, then Massachusetts. Minnesota? Yep. That's impossible. I call bullshit. And they have a, the largest, out of the top six states with the highest life expectancy, they have the largest percentage of adults who smoke. Minnesota? Mm-hmm. 15.5%. I mean, there's other states with it, with it higher, which contributes to the, like, West Virginia, mm. highest percentage of adults who smoke and shortest life expectancy. But there's no correlation in Minnesota. Co- well... West Virginia is 26.9% of adults. Minnesota is 15.5 and Massachusetts it's 13.7%. 13.7% of people here smoke? Of adults, yeah. Wow. Mhm. That's crazy. I thought it would have Not been Not surprising. Less. Utah has the lowest percentage of smokers. Yeah, of course. That they're reported. This is all also like self-reported. Yeah, they're probably all 60. It's probably 65% of Utah and they're just all Dude. keeping a secret. Oh my God. <laughs> so my husband used to have an office out in Utah and he would tell me like all about what's called a Jack Mormon. Okay. So you know like the Mormons have like super strict codes of conduct, yes, right? Yes, There's yes. no, this is what I was saying about Mormons. And whether or not you lost your virginity, we can count that or not. Because if you're a Mormon, they do this thing um, at Brigham Young University called soaking. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. So Mormons very strictly believe in no sex until marriage. Yes. And in a way to circumvent this rather inconvenient rule for a college student, they, number one, do a lot of anal because the hole that god doesn't see and number two what they do this thing called soaking okay which is basically oh boy when the dude sticks his dick inside of the woman but there's no movement (laughs) they they just lay there motionless (laughs) because in their fucked up brains if there's no, um, if the act doesn't come to fruition, then it's not technically sex. So, circle back to your first experience. Maybe, in God's eyes, as according to the Church of Latter-day Saints, you were still technically a virgin at that time. Although I'm pretty sure the church doesn't condone this. 
They're like, no, no, no. It's definitely sex. Soaking. Soaking. Wow. Yes. So Like I said, soaking and a lot of anal. Wow. Yeah. A lot of butt <laughs> stuff. A lot of butt stuff going down out there in Utah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, I mean. They're called the Jack Mormons? They're called Jack Mormons because they, they're the most judgy people on the face of the planet. Mm, yes. They are basically tasked by God to keep other, like to keep each other in line, to snitch on other people, to, you know, tell the church, tell the bishops, hey, this one was, you know, old Salem reference. I saw Goody Proctor dancing with the devil. I saw Goody Baker with the devil. I saw this one. I saw that one. They're literally commissioned by God, according to their doctrine, to rat each other out. If they're having a party, if they're drinking caffeine, weird, they can't drink coffee because it's hot caffeine, but they can pound a Red Bull and that's totally fine. The rules are insane. What? But um, Jack Mormons are basically Mormons who are super closeted about their bad habits. Smoking, drinking, sex, okay. gambling. Utah also has a massive swinger culture because everything is so underground. Like, like nothing um, can be out Taylor. in the open. Yes. They're back Mom together. Talk. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Well, no, no, not her and her ex-husband. Her, oh, my God. Her, her and her boyfriend. Her ex her immediate rebound that one yes yeah they oh broke God. up and then now they're back together my heart just skipped a beat i was like let me find out this bitch and her ex-husband are back together no. that would have been the story of the century but anyway yes it's all very hush hush yeah and um yeah they're called jack mormons and they are like super super closeted about the things that they do interesting yeah i thought it was gonna be something like rum springer Oh my god! Did you ever watch that show? Yes, sure, fucking did. Are you Rum Springer. We're talking about what was it called? Um, Becoming be like, Amish, leaving I was Amish, say like sixteen and Amish. That's not <laughs> whatever it. the hell the name of the show was. <laughs> Shit, what was that? I don't know, but like the girl, she did like nudity. Oh my god! Um, Ru- we were we, Misha and I were addicted to that. Oh my show. god, Ryan Levi. And I what was it? Lebanon Levi. <laughs> And then there was the Mennonite dude who had like AKs and like all these automatic weapons and was like yep. the law for all of these counties. Oh my God. What was the name of that Probably show? Probably we're talking about the Breaking, uh, Breaking, Breaking Amish. Breaking Amish. Yes. And they went to New York City. How was the show not renewed? That one? Is that the one you're referring yep, to? Those that's people? the yep. one. Oh man. How is the show not the new Jersey Shore. I don't know. They did have a... It was riveting two, stuff. Oh, four seasons. Four seasons. It should have been Friends. <laughs> Anyways, like, I we, was needed, like, we needed like a Simpsons length run for this. I was fascinated by it. And that so Rum Springer shit is wild. Rum Springer? <laughs> it's wild. Oh, my God. It's Maybe I should start so looking funny. that up on the Tickety Talk. Rum Springer. Because oh they probably go wild. They just download TikTok, get a cell phone. So and I follow some Amish on the Tickety Talk. But can can they do that? So they're very. I remember I went to Amish country when I was a, a young lass. Oh, me too. And um, I'm going to show you while you look that. I'm going to 
Look at our old time photo when we were in Amish country. Oh my god, please. Did you were you wearing a bonnet churning butter? Sure was. No, no you were not. No. Um, but we were all wearing bonnets and Amish clothing. Stop it. Keep going. I, I never, shall find I never wore the clothes. Oh my god, I gotta see this. Um <laughs> Yeah, I follow some Amish people on the Tickety Talk. And I have to say their lives are number one, absolutely fascinating. The fact that you like the fact that you can truly believe that your God wants you to live this life of absolute isolation, no technology. They want you to work, 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 physical labor, physical labor, because that is your path to salvation. It's wild. I don't know. Because there's so many of them that are on TikTok and obviously have at least some exposure to outside outside cultures I, I again it just it just speaks to how powerful indoctrination really is Kate Kate can I see that photo please I'm sorry I've just <laughs> received Is that you in the front? Yeah. So this is my family and I did like a lot of like Kate. themed photos growing up where we Why? would go into old time, like do the old time photos. You know, the old time photos. I, I know what they are. Yeah. So we have a lot of them. We have this one and then we have a couple. Were you on vacation in Amish, Amish yes. country? Yep. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was in Amish country. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. You... We'll post it to the socials. Dude, but yes, we got dressed up. shit on Instagram. <laughs> if you are not following us on Instagram, it is we are now worth a follow just to see this picture. I am so glad that your blanket has not come because I'm going to order you a new one. With that photo? With this photo. Yeah. And that's your older sister and your brother and your dad. What a look. Your my, mom? My mom's also in there. So she was told you're wow. not supposed to smile because they don't smile in photos. <laughs> she looks just like, <laughs> and then you look like you have ears, like puppy dog ears. Yeah, I understood the assignment. Oh. Don't smile. Did oh my Mama God. Collins understand the assignment? Not so much. You're dad and brother looks like they're running some kind of undercover bootleg moonshine yes, yes, operation yes, they do. and they have like this old ass car that they're just running between the counties of Appalachia <laughs> delivering the shine to a man named Popcorn Sutton who lives in a fucking cave oh my god this is so good yeah Um. wow we have several others we have some gangster ones too okay I just I can't. That one did me in. I yeah. can't. I can't. I don't think I can see the other ones right now. <laughs> I might actually start convulsing. Oh, it's good, dude. That's amazing. Yeah. Maybe we have to start watching Breaking Amish. Again. Oh, we should rewatch that. We yeah. should totally rewatch it. All right, Kate. What do you got going on this week? Anything? Taking any more of those those photos? I'm gonna do a photo like that next year for my Christmas card. <laughs> you, should, you should. I've already said. I was like, we're going to JC Penney. We're getting like the one hour fifty five dollar package. We're gonna thrift all of our clothes. You, no, you have to go to like Hampton Beach and do a serious old time photo. Well, I, no, no. I wanted. I wanted to be like just super corny, like genuinely corny. 
Pass it over, Kate. She's she's found the Pass it over, Kate. <laughs> Pass it over. Hold on, everyone. There's the old time that was the gangster. I was like thirteen in that photo. That's a lot of thigh for a thirteen year old. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking thigh. Well, you should you see the hussy. one. You should see the one where about four holding a fake cigarette. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I, what are you holding here? Probably a cigarette or a gun. It looks like a giant cigarette. Like like what on like the holders? Yeah, I actually think there's one of Corella Deville. Yes, I have one. in this. That was when he wasn't a, decided not to come on family vacations. <laughs> Space. Yeah. Wait, can I scroll? There's the next one is a cruise where we all have um, braided hair. Kate, for all the listeners that knew me in high school, oh. will know that actually we used to do cruises a lot. And How I always were you in this picture. Uh, I was awkward there, so probably middle school, probably like eleven, twelve. Oh, they my permit picture. I'm just my permit picture. I had full head of braids. Oh, wearing my, my stop God. and shop shirt where I worked. Anyways, yeah, I have lots of good family photos from our vacations over the years. I they're really something special. I'm obsessed with this. I'm gonna need all. Of, I mean, I need you to send me all of these photos. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna quickly tell you what I'm doing this week. Yes. I am going to be printing out copies of those pictures. <laughs> And um, I don't know, finding something to do with them because the world needs to see that you're a star. I was born to be a star. Oh, my God. Those pictures are absolute gold. Gold. We're something special. You really were. The Collins family. We do love a good coordinated outfit. I I do as well, but I have a feeling that what I'm referring to as a coordinated outfit, <laughs> what you and your family are referring to as a coordinated outfit, are not the same. <laughs> if you have a picture for reference, I, I do I need to see. Yes, I have them all. It's gonna be great. Oh my god. Well yeah. what are you doing this week, Kate? Um Nothing, I don't think. I finally have like no plans for next weekend. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. A whole lot of nothing. It feels so good. It feels so good to be doing a whole lot of nothing sometimes. It really The kids does. are back in daycare and so like today I felt like I really like took on the world. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up with a bit of a purpose, a bit of a pep in my step. Yeah, I was like, I have X amount of hours to get all of this shit done and I'm gonna get it done. So I like Got it. Went around did all my things, did my shopping, did a little something for myself, go home, do some more things, or maybe just sit on the couch because I've been very productive today. I have to Feels clean out my refrigerator, but I'll probably do that later. Oh, yeah. Ryan went on to clean out the refrigerator. It feels like we do that all the time. And then literally last night, so long. He, we threw away like seven salad dressings. Oh, dude. I found something in there from uh, 2020. It's so easy when it's like a condiment it's or just something. Like, it was it's like just, random. I don't even know what it was. Some type of marinade. Yeah. I'm like, what? When did I even use this? Right. Once. Like, literally once. Yeah. But yeah, that's my plans for the rest of the day. And then I'll see you tonight again. Yeah. See you tonight. (laughs) So exciting. Oh, she sent them to me. Here we go. Excellent. Wow. Wow. We'll post some of these on the socials for you guys. They're yep. quite they're quite something. They're amazing. Absolutely amazing. Ten out of ten all around. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will uh we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.